Here we go. The three amiibos are here, recording for you. If you play the games, you can join in too. Put your hands together. Give them a rub as we take you to Donkey Kong Games Club. Huh, DK. Donkey Kong. The crew is back. You know them well. Connor, July, and Jeremy will kick some tail. We'll cover eight games every other week. Otacon will piss himself like a freak. From arcades to tropical freeze, this games club will meet all of your needs. Huh, DK, Donkey Kong, PA. Patreon.com. Be sure to go to patreon.com slash super NPC radio and subscribe at the $10 DJ Toad tier to hear each episode of the Donkey Kong Games Club. Patreon.com slash super NPC radio at the $10 DJ Toad tier. What's that? It's gonna be bananas. Live uh, this morning from the uh, King K Rules Creepy Castle. This is Video Games, a comedy show. I'm your host, Jeremy Schmidt. Every year around the spooky month of October, uh, as listeners of the show know, I'm usually on some sort of escapade. Maybe sometimes, like, a dead relative leaves me a haunted mansion and I have to go sleep in it for a while, or maybe I get stuck in a haunted spacecraft in the middle of. Uh, the uh, the Andromeda Galaxy, but today, today I'm I'm here to just find my friends. I've lost all my friends, and all of the clues that I found back home led me to this creepy castle. This 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 gothic architecture. Lots of picture gargoyles kind of hanging around and bats flying everywhere, and there's just coffins. Just li- this whole place is like lined with coffins. But needless to say, I've got to find someone to do this podcast with because, seriously, all the Zoo Tycoon crew has gone missing. All of them. Everybody you've ever met from that show has gone missing. Well, I better get to prying. I brought my trusty, uh, what's this thing called where you bust open a crowbar? Crowbar, ah, pickaxe, crowbar, pickaxe. I brought both. I brought both. I'm going to... I'm gonna see about this uh, this coffin over here. Let's see. We have a a coffin with a little Jeff Goldblum icon on it. Let's go ahead and open this one up and see what's see what's inside. Adrian Snow. Uh, hey. I was <laughs> oh, were you? Oh, were you sleeping? I'm so I'm so sorry. Not I, good. I Not didn't good. mean to. I didn't mean to. I can't. Even, I can't tell if this is te- technically. I'm breaking and entering right now. Are are you? You do. You realize you were in a coffin. Uh, I just saw the Jeff Goldblum photo and I was like, that looks like a nice place to rest. Crawl in. Head. Yeah. Crawl in. Yeah. Nail this puppy shut. Get some shut yeah. eye. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, Adrian, let me first, firstly, go to my, go to my, freaking, 
Where are you? Where are you on here? Um, I should do this before the show. Just, just, just say, just talk to the bats or something while I'm, while I'm scouring my my computer no for your sound effect. I think my cat's in the coffin too. She's <laughs> there she is. There she goes. Hey, you enjoying this coffin? Yeah. She's like, no, I'm not. I'm gonna leave now. Because that's what cats do. Cats leave. You want to watch Focus Focus too? <laughs> Oh, I can't. I I can wait to watch Hocus Pocus too, but I can't wait to watch my my annual Hocus Pocus. George, we rock. <laughs> that, did it happen in the play? I, I did hear it. Yes. Hold on. Do you mind if I turn down this this old gramophone that just is playing this weird creepy yeah. song on loop? Okay. Do it. Okay. That'll 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 free up some <laughs> some sonic space for for my uh for my sound effects. George. Wario. <laughs> okay. Wario? Yeah, is that it's me, Wario. Yo, Adrian, it's me, Wario. Yo, Adrian, it's me, Wario. <laughs> okay. Uh, great. Well, Adrian, do you would you do you have time to maybe do a podcast? I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm here. I brought all this of recording equipment. I mean, sure. It was just me and my cat in this coffin, so we were just kind of taking a little nap. Great. Bring the cat along. Yeah. Put the cat on mic. This is, this yeah. is, this is all, this is no holds barred. Um, we, let's see if we can get somebody else though. Just, I always sure, find, uh, you know, uh, what did I, what did I learn in Bible study that a three, a, a rope with three strands is stronger than a rope with two. You ever hear that? That's in Bible study. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, you heard, wait a minute. I heard something. Hold on. Let's see, there's a coffin over here and it just has a, a, an AR-47 on it. Just a giant no. rifle is on the <laughs> coffin. God, I almost don't want to open this one. Let's see, but but let's let's do it anyway because that's where the noise was coming from. <laughs> Nick Costanza, I should have known. <laughs> oh, I was having such a nice dream in there. Because I well, that's so funny because we just heard you call out in your sleep from the oh. coffin, from your angelic uh, full moon sleep. Wow, I guess I was dreaming I was a cat again, Adrian's <laughs> cat specifically. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I get it now. Okay, yeah, I get that's what was fair. supposed to be happening there. <laughs> Nick, uh, let's see, where are you? Welcome to the show. Uh, what a great intro. You know, there's no take there. It's just <laughs> bullet noises. <laughs> no twist at the end. More bullets. Ah, uh, you. It's almost like you're. It's almost like you're right. There, I could have thrown in something at the end to make it a little more fun, even. But no, it just is the the chaos of war. Speaking of war, Nick, how are you doing? Uh, what what brought you to this creepy castle? Well, uh, I've been trapped here for a few weeks. It's been a while since I was on the show. I think the last right. time I was here, I left the recording studio, my apartment, and mm -hmm. fell into this coffin and got transported to this <laughs> haunted house. And then I've pretty much been here 
the whole yeah. time. I do faintly remember you leaving the studio and then hearing like a whoa, 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 and then and then and then we thought, well, he's probably fine, but I guess yeah. you fell into a coffin. And I think it's my fault for not making it seem like I was in more danger than I actually was. I did throw in a little blossom. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So uh -huh. you guys all started laughing and I just fell. Yeah. And you were like, you were like, well, I did fall in this coffin. I didn't help, but I did do a killer bit and they're all laughing. So I don't want to ruin that. I kind of moment. That yeah. Happen. Yeah. Enough. Right. Can't ruin a bit. Ever. Well, I know we're in this creepy, haunted cobwebs lining the corners of of the of the room, and a lot of like that big stone, those big stones for for walls. You know what I'm talking about? It's like brick, big stone brick. Yeah, stones for walls. You know, like a like a stone, like a castle. <laughs> okay, picture in your in your head. A, a castle, yeah, a gothic castle. There we go, <laughs> with with a little bit of Bowser's castle in there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Little, little yeah. Tower of London, little Bowser. Yeah, yeah. yep, it, and you got it. Uh, well, I I assume that you all haven't been probably playing much in these coffins, but maybe you can take me back to the last time you were playing video games. What were you kind of futzing around with? I'd love I'd love to hear, a Adrian. What? What are you? Are you uh? Yeah, hitting those A's and B's and the X and the Y and the, the square <laughs> and the triangle all of those circle. in a circle all those yeah I got I got them all lined up now I got a <laughs> PS5 you um, got a PS5 wait a minute I did I got a PS5 <laughs> that's amazing so congratulations I, thank you Amazon sent me an email and they said you're invited and I was like, shit, Ooh. I really don't D have five dollars to give you. Yeah. But I'm gonna give it to you because I've been waiting for two and a half years. Um no, uh I think but actually what I'm playing right now is Lego DC villains. Ooh, <laughs> okay. I burned through both Spider-Mans and mm. tried to get through Horizon um the first one. So Zero Dawn? Zero Dawn. Yeah. Yeah. Forbidden. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's very quiet. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I struggle. Mm -hmm. Um, so now I am I am just casually blowing up Lego people. Tell me about Lego uh, villains like it that you said Horizon's a little quiet. Maybe mm -hmm. this is a little not so quiet, a little bit more It's not so quiet. And going it's on. You know, I don't know if you've ever played like the Lego DC games, but they're oh, kind of yeah. comedic and they're fun and but they with this one you create your own avatar that you that does not talk and mm. that you rarely have to use. Because <laughs> mm. mm -hmm. you, you know you can play like every character. So you mean like, there's nothing particularly special about sorry, your avatar. You said avatar, you mean like Jake Sully? I don't Jake. think Adrian or Nate meant Jake Sully or Nate Thierry. Those characters we oh, all remember. Uh, or Sigourney Weaver. She's talking about oh, the talking movie about Avatar. Avatar. The movie Avatar? It's back. Yeah, we know. And they're not going to do the hair sex scene anymore. I heard that. Oh, please, 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 please. Come on. Why is there sun white and why does he have locks? This is like, yeah. bugged me. It's kind of the a troubling time. Jake's, Jake's always white. 
Yeah, but why would his son just be completely white? That's just not, we know that's just not how that works. That, <laughs> that wouldn't be how that would happen. Look, look, I want to give James Cameron, a brave white man film director, some credit here. Yeah, yeah, he <laughs> yes, needs yeah. it. He that guy's it. been kicked around too long. Listen, the only time he casts people of color is when they're blue. So clearly he's like <laughs> doing God's work, right? <laughs> yes. Don't you know he went to the bottom of the ocean to see yeah. the Titanic? The guy's a hero. Yeah, he basically just took the studio's money to ensure that he could go see the Titanic in person. Um, but what did he no, find not that there? <laughs> what did he find there? Ghosts. Himself. Oh, right? I like that. Yeah. I'm still thinking oh Halloween. Gosh. I was on Halloween on the brain. <laughs> I was thinking he found skeletons. Oh, that's too scary. Um, okay, so Legos Villains is great. Yeah. Who, how does your avatar uh what Look. yeah is it like a uh are you able to do like a d like a mock dc villain avatar or is it adrian the avatar so it's a villain avatar uh -huh. but it's like me so it's like oh cool a giant afro like a giant yeah. blue afro and then like a purple villain suit and then yeah. villain suit because you get to choose if you're going to be a hero or villain by the end yeah and it has like a little snowflake as my 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 emblem is a snowflake oh i like that yeah so um and then I have a sword. So it, it's. I was going to ask, just, what would a break? What would be your supervillain niche if you were going to really be one? A villain? Yeah, like like you know how like like I might be like oh the fire guy. <laughs> um, I've always liked Storm's powers when she uses them as a villain, like Ooh, she was briefly a villain. Yeah. When she was like first introduced or reintroduced in the eighties mm -hmm. or something. Um, and there's this thing she could do where she could suck the the air out of your lungs, which like, That's like why do terrifying. we never use this with Storm? Yeah. Like yeah. so, like Storm's powers, but as a villain, I think it's incredibly terrifying. And so, wow, that's good. I like that. Yeah. Cool. Uh, playing anything else that you want to mention? Do you want to talk about? Um, I finished both Spider Mans and it was yeah beautiful. Mm. I agree. I think those make two, those are two really great games. But I think Miles Morales is exceptionally oh, so well good. crafted as a story, as a standalone yeah. story. Yeah. Oh really. my gosh. Yeah, I love if it. You, uh, if you one hundred percent it, there's like a little like flashback to the like before his dad died and before you know oh no, that was beautiful that. i almost teared up yeah and that got me that got me really emotional because i was but, like i'm gonna 100 percent this game yeah and i did yeah <laughs> that, the um, actual yeah. story though i i got some beef with it only because i think it's too short in the last three or mm -hmm. four missions it just it jumps from beat to beat and it doesn't work as well for me because it feels like they're skipping over all the stuff that feels more fleshed out in the original spider-man oh, okay. where you just have time between missions and yeah people are talking about the world and calling you and stuff and said so it's like well yeah, you can fight. do that with miles but it's just like like the side missions are kind of also more part of the story as well like with his uncle and stuff but yeah it is a shorter game just i think by design and mm -hmm. so because it's i think what Sony gets wrong. I think somebody's screaming. Um, what Sony gets wrong is that, yeah, oh, my homeless. My, so I face an alley and the homeless woman sometimes just starts screaming, fuck you to whoever. Oh, you sing. Oh, um, gotcha. Well, we can't yeah. hear it, but yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, it's happening. fine. 
it doesn't really bother me. Um, they they kind of underinvest in like how people how much people like Miles Morales. Like they even with Spider Man into the Spider Verse, I think they kind of didn't think people would like it as much. And like the storytelling is so good, and oh, Miles' story is so good that yeah, I wish they gave him more time. So I I think that. So here's my take, though. I might have a different take than both of y'all, because I think Miles Morales is shorter than the main Spider-Man game. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's perfect. I Uh, think the original Spider-Man game is too long and they try to do too much in it. So they there's not enough. They don't like clear all the meat away from the bone of like Scorpion and Rhino and all these like great supervillains that, you know, I grew up with and loved. They just kind of treat them as like, like throwaway people kind of a little bit they want to do the sinister six yeah Yeah. so it is kind of like they're not really none of the villains to me felt that fleshed out but in miles morales though in miles morales rhino feels larger than life because he's one of the main villains you fight in that so so to me he feels like such a more big deal and again like peter parker i'm sorry but he's just kind of boring i think peter parker is kind of boring when he's like in in college and stuff like when he's in high school as like a little kid that's interesting to me but like i yeah but like yeah like i i don't know because there's something kind of threatening about like a little kid going up against all these like big major crooks you know but yeah but miles morales he is that he is like he's like he's like young he's like uh his story again it's streamlined so that's like no fat on that on that at all it's i i don't know and Plus, it, the game just looks so damn good, too. My favorite thing is if you're flipping through the air as Miles, <laughs> you're still learning, right? And so you mess up or like you flip mm-hmm. for too long, you splat onto the ground. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, he swings um, like he's figuring it out. And it's yeah. really cool. His moves as he swings and also his aerial acrobatics are so cool. And yeah, fun. yeah. Um, and the little suit that you get where he has a cat coming out of the backpack yes. is adorable. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I like all them the both. Yeah. They're all yeah. great. Oh, the black and gold is so cool. Um, yeah. But uh, I I wish that Miles was as long just because uh, I just want to live in the world more. I think yeah. they're they're almost equally compelling characters. Um, they they are equal. They're great, and I I love uh, I love Miles. I think that. When Miles Morales started as a character, he was a little underwritten in the comics. Mm-hmm. And then Spider-Verse changed my mind. They showed the depth of him. And then I feel like the Miles Morales game borrowed from that origin in a really satisfying yeah. way. Um, and I love both versions of him. The voice actor in Spider-Verse is so good. Yeah. Um, but uh, in the games, he's great too. And it's it's just a little bit of a different more grounded take that really works for me. Yeah, I'll be probably replaying Miles Morales, I think, for Christmas because it's such a nice Christmas time game as well. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say one thing about it. I thought it was so hard. Really? (laughs) Especially in comparison to the first Spider-Man. Like, enemies were taking me out there, um, the way that they move, and they would gang up on you instead of the more one-to-one combat, even when you're in a group. I thought um, Miles I was lot. easier gameplay because you had more powers to work with. I do um, love the Venom Punch and stuff. Yeah. Spider-Man, I had to... I mean, with both games at various points, I had to drop it down to like friendly neighborhood because I was like, yeah. I just want to get through this. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not yeah, here yeah. 
You want to feel like, like a badass hours. too. Yeah, you don't want to like yeah. get. I had the problems with the Arkham games too, where like I don't want to feel like a loser as Batman. I want to feel like a like yeah. Gotham's hero. It's like, listen, <laughs> I I there were I played AC or Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and mm. I think I might have been here when I talked about how I, I had to restart it um, <laughs> because it, it glitched out, and so I could not like oh, yeah. could not get out. Dang. And I was probably 40 hours in when I had to. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, How long a break did you take? Because I'd be done for a while. It took me six months to come back. <laughs> it took me six months to be okay yeah. with the fact that I had to restart the game. Because um, I was yeah. mad. And because um, there was one, like, both of, like, the first few battles with the, with the, the main, like, big bats were so tough. Yeah. I was grinding for days trying to get through these people that um, when I restarted it, I put it on the easiest possible level and I just like killed and slaughtered everyone. <laughs> I was like, no, That's I'm just getting great. to the end. Yeah. I'm not doing this. It took me 20 hours. I honestly, so though, like I didn't even think about that as like a really good compelling reason for like adjustable, scalable difficulty is like, what if you've played like a lot of this game and but you want to get to the end. So you just yeah. like put it down on easy, get to that point, And then you can knock it back up if you want to yeah. have that more challenging. That's, That's cool. I do appreciate that about new games is that you can move around. You don't, you're yeah. not stuck with the level that you chose at the beginning. Cause like, what if you yeah. do get tired? <laughs> you're like, right. I yeah. Don't do this anymore. Also games yeah. should have chapters that we can just skip to. Hmm. <laughs> Mortal Kombat has that. Yeah, like a movie or something. It'd be like Yeah, once you complete it, you can go to any chapter you want. Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah, Mortal Kombat 11. And that game really is like a movie that sometimes yeah. it makes you fight someone in. Mhm. Yeah. Nick Costanza, tell me tell me about games. Well, I got two games to talk about, and one of them is Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah. Oh, get over here, freeze. <laughs> toasty toasty uh after i was at your place jeremy for video game fight night i went out and i bought freaking fight stick and i plugged my mortal Kombat in and i was having such a blast running through that story Dude. mode uh, it was great and then something came out that took my attention away that's right as alluded to in my intro the freaking Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 what? open beta. <laughs> See, he pretends like the sound effect doesn't make sense. And then this <laughs> comes out. And then this comes out. No, it uh, makes sense. I just... <laughs> Modern Warfare 2, Nick, correct me if I'm wrong. This is the high watermark for the Modern Warfare series. It is, but the thing is, this is a different Modern Warfare 2. Oh. In a way, this is Modern Warfare 2 3, because the first game came out in Modern 2009. Modern Warfare 2 3 and me. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I uh, I actually sent them a DNA test to see what I got. Um, and who did you get? AR-47. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're one of your one of your ancestors was just a, an assault rifle mm -hmm. great yeah. great uh so they released a beta um oh yeah okay so the lineage of the games the first game came out in 2009 three years ago they released 
a remastered version of the game. And this year they are releasing Modern Warfare 2, which is a sequel to the reboot of Modern Warfare, also from 2019. So uh, it it's confusing. But essentially, this is a whole new game, follows the story of the last um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, uh, which itself was a reboot. And they released this open beta where you just run around on a couple maps and shoot people. And I was playing it with my buddy Edgar Montplazier. And yeah. we got into it. Like, uh, nice. the gameplay is very similar to Modern Warfare, which I love because that was my favorite recent game. <laughs> and um, the time to kill is super fast. So you play now what does that mean for the layman? For the me, layman. the layman, I don't know what that means. What is time mm -hmm. to kill? The time it takes to kill someone is very short. So you put a couple bullets in someone, they're dead. Conversely, oh, got it. same thing happens to you. If someone sees you, you kind of die. <laughs> is that better, you think, than bullet sponges? It would be the opposite? It. They, they both have pros and cons. I like them both but i really got into a groove with this one where if you suspect someone's around a corner and you kind of spray and pray a little bit you can take them out and then you can chain kills and get your kill streaks in a very satisfying way um you just have to be prepared to die yourself wow mm. this is all very interesting it, it it's making me think maybe i should maybe i should load it up try it out is it is it a, is it for is it for everyone or is it you know who do you got who's the type of person who's gonna enjoy this white man oh, sorry <laughs> and edgar and edgar yes, yeah, no, and i know edgar. but uh, a lot of like a lot of the times i don't play that game because i'm like so nervous that they're gonna be like because you're crazy you talk to people right like, so like um you Edgar, surely you oh, can turn off your mic. You don't have to. You can turn off your mic, but they also have settings. So if you don't want to talk to anyone, you don't have to. So Edgar always plays on the mute everyone but party setting, which oh, is okay. easily accessible, which is great. Oh, that cool. means you don't hear anyone. Um, I've talked about this before. When you kill people, you can hear their mic for a sec as they curse you out. And then the same thing can happen to you, <laughs> to them. Um, oh, okay. But if you have mute all but party, that doesn't happen. Uh, and you also don't hear them in the lobby um, where you can hear both teams at the same time, like between uh -oh. games, uh, which can be fun, um, but it's also like, it gets really uh, nasty really quickly. Um, yeah. But uh, I was playing with Edgar and having a full conversation about the game and UCB um, improv gossip. And then uh, at the end of it, I realized that he had muted all but party, but I hadn't. <laughs> People were just hearing me the whole game. Oh, that <laughs> rocks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Get, all right. Now, just because we got it, because listeners of the show are huge UCB heads, give us one piece of gossip, Nick, on air. Go. Well, I went to the grand reopening last night. What? Yeah. <laughs> and what did you learn? So let me set the stage. I snuck out of my <laughs> coffin for one night. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I realized there was a little, um, slot that I could kind of put my hand through and open it up like a door. Mm. Uh, I went a walk down Franklin Avenue. It was surreal to be back after all mm -hmm. this time, you know, making a walk. I almost walked in some ways. It was like nothing had changed. 
Oh. And in other ways, a lot has changed. The box <laughs> office is very different there. Yeah. They oh, at um, Franklin, it is. It's different. They, they rearranged it, or they something. tore it down and like moved everything around. Like, didn't they move a window to the other side? Eric? The window is gone. So you walk oh. in now, and the the room has been completely gutted. There's one uh, solitary desk, which um, the box office employee, in this case Ben Castle, friend of the show, cool. was working wow. at. He signs you in on an iPad, and you just walk in. But there's no cash register for drinks or anything. You just in the room and then you're down the hallway and in the theater the theater itself exactly the same it was very comforting yeah um honestly it was it was nice i went to the bit show at 10 a bunch of people did characters paul Mm -hmm. Tompkins showed up as santa claus out of nowhere uh which was fun um it was too long but it was uh it was (laughs) nice to be back (laughs) yeah baby yeah as far as gossip i was gonna say that none of that was gossip. Well, that was just all good, good vibes, good feelings. We want talk. We this is what we want, Nick. Gossip. But you know that you're gossip. I got one piece, but I don't want to name this. Well, make sure that it it requires a lot of context to understand it, so that no one really doesn't know what you're talking about. Let's put let's put it this way, and you can just cut it. If it's bad. Um, so uh, let's put it this way. <laughs> a uh, an old school classic UCB teacher posted a tweet where they were upset that they didn't get invited to perform uh-huh. at the opening night. Yeah. Now I, I do heard know who rumor. this is. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> I heard a little rumor that that person was actually going to be performing so i thought oh maybe their plea worked turns out they weren't on the lineup for any of the shows that first night however they deleted the tweet oh nick i think i think you achieved i think you achieved what i what i was looking for um great great stuff uh Adrian, you're like your yeah. your expression on your face is like, I don't know what he's talking about. Um, Castlevania, yeah, you got a whip in that game. You're hitting bats with that whip. It's the spooky season, guys. So I'm playing ca- these Castlevania games again. These old so, the old school from my childhood ones. I'm gonna look these up, Castlevania. Look them up. It sounds look scary. They are. They aren't for the faint of heart. You know, Frankenstein is in the game. <gasps> yeah. Uh, oh wait, I'm seeing a Netflix show. Okay, here we go. The Netflix show. Hey. Yeah. Oh, that's super okay. popular. Yeah. By, They're uh, fun. These, yeah. Little 2D uh little 2D guys oh, running okay. around 16 8 bit. Come on. Get into it. There's a vampire in it. Is it also yeah. an anime show? Because it's all I mean There is an Netflix. anime show and it's actually quite good. Because it feels like it's been on forever. I can't even see. There we go. Yeah, like, anime show is quite good. Yeah. If you if you like uh, if you like anime, it's like very, very brutal. The tone of it's very brutal. And these games, nice. it's funny because the games are not that serious. They're very silly Halloween stuff. Mm. Sorry, when you say anime, do you mean like hentai? Because <laughs> okay. that you know I would what? watch that. It's time for the news. We're getting into the news, uh, folks. It is uh. uh so, there was a, there's been a death a death <gasps> somebody 
has died, moved oh. on to the to the great beyond, and that this is, is me. No, it is Google Stadia. Did oh. you guys hear about this? No, I've heard of Googling. Google Stadia Arcadia. <laughs> Google Stadia and Arcadia. I don't know what I if I know what just regular Stadia is. Oh, the controller. <laughs> I've heard of Google Californication. <laughs> The first article is Stadia died because no one trusts Google. And this is on Google. This is the top story. <laughs> Google. Sta so for the, for people who don't know, because I guess it has been a couple of years now and, and it, and this thing never really took off, but Google Stadia is Google's video game streaming service. They send you a controller and I think they sent you whatever the Google dongle is for your, for your TV. Mm -hmm. And you're able to stream games like cyberpunk 2077 like from the yeah. internet to your house google stadia always felt like a service that maybe like a like a, a young dad might enjoy somebody mm -hmm. who's overworked but and doesn't have time to invest in big consoles but also somebody who's on the road a little bit who can just take a very small amount of thing with them mm -hmm. uh plug it into the hotel room use the wi-fi so like uh, a switch yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I was making the best case possible for Stadia. This yeah. thing, by all accounts, really sucked. And everyone called it Google is this company with all of this ego who stepped into a space that they didn't really understand. Oh, and yeah. it's now dead. And they're refunding everyone. <gasps> wow. Which is... Oh crazy <laughs> what was the life cycle of this thing it was around for, it was around for a while it, it i think it was like 20 uh 19 yeah, yeah google city launched oh, okay. in late 2019 That's so still three years three years yeah i google, guess yeah they were like um the gangsters recruiting the joker and the dark knight you know they turned to someone they didn't understand yeah <laughs> I yeah, that's right. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so now they're always smiling. <laughs> By the way, Smile, that movie Smile, yes. that yeah. should have been Joker 2. That should have just been like the prelude to, you know what I mean? That's a yes. great idea. Well, that's what know, I'm saying. Joker, it's going to be a musical. Lady Gaga. I don't. So I think. I also don't. I also don't hate that as a choice. When I heard that was the direction they were going, I was like, "Why?" I didn't want another Joaquin no. Joker movie. It's That's still Joaquin. Yeah, but I didn't want like whatever. Knowing that they're gonna frame it differently, like a yeah. genre, is like, yeah. oh, that's that's more fun. You know but what? I don't if they want. Do it... Go ahead. Look. I don't want another Todd Phillips Joker. I will take another Joaquin Joker. And it was a fine movie. It was maybe even good, but it still annoyed me. I think the politics are very strange. My concern right. is that they're going to make it a musical because it's going to have to do with his mental illness. And so the music spawns out of his mental illness, which I'm oh. not crazy about if that's what, the, that, what they're going towards. Yeah. Smile but also a lot about mental illness. Yeah. And it I, handles I it terribly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> At one point a character turns to another character and says, I I know you have mental illness, and I heard that it's genetic and you can give it to your kids. I Googled it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Why? Pretty good. Why? Pretty good. Why? 
Bills. Me, me on a Saturday Googling mental illness. Can you catch it? <laughs> that's, that's a lot. All right. Yeah. Well, well um, Google Stadia gone. I brought up an article that's like a list of games we might lose forever if this service goes away. Uh, you guys ready for this? Yes. Please. Hello, engineer. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Um, what else have we got? Pixel Junk Raiders. Mm, junk Raiders. I'm intrigued by that. Ooh, Pac-Man Mega Tunnel Battle. Okay. Oh, no. Eh? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. There's a game called Guilt with a Y. Where's the Y? Oh, it's where the, where the I is supposed to be? Where the U and I should be. G-Y-L-T? G-Y-L-T. Oh. oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, whenever right, I order a BLT, I say, hold the B, add the G and the Y, please. <laughs> <laughs> Gabagool? Oh it's grapes. <laughs> oh, no. This is bad. Yeah. We're off to a bad start. It's, it's grapes, yellow curry, lettuce, and tomato. You know That's what? The yellow crazy. curry in there is intriguing. I know. A little spice? Yeah. yeah. You got some chicken. It's just a chicken curry sandwich. And is that would that be good? It is. Yeah. I'd like to find out. I'd like to find out. Did Anyways, those it? are the four games we're yeah. losing. Are you guys Oh, I see Nick's crying. He's, He's upset cuz we're losing those games. I'm sorry, oh, Nick. Oh no. It's so sad. <laughs> it's so sad. There were uh some new uh some new game releases. Nice. You guys uh you guys want to um you guys want to hear what they are? Some yeah. of them? Yeah. No. Okay. Let's see here. Uh, yeah. I got a I got a yes from Adrian and a no from Nick, so I guess we'll just okay. Do, I do, I do. We'll just do half of them. Great. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. We'll split the difference here. Okay, we got a uh, oh, let's build a zoo. Is that a, a prequel to We Bought a Zoo? Yes. Know, right? Yes, it's when Matt Damon's a kid. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely uh, wonderful. We got a Moonbreaker. Moonbreaker. Okay, that sounds, that sounds cool. Familiar. It's like a sequel to Moonraker. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Uh oh, Valkyrie Elysium came out. Um, I don't know any of these. <laughs> oh, My no. Little Pony: A Maritime Bay Adventure. Wait, how's weird. Bay spelled? Uh, B a y. Unfortunately, shoot. <laughs> then I'm then I'm not into it. Wait a minute. What is the status of the Little Pony series these days? Well, they're sexy. Oh, what? Mm -hmm. um, no, there's mm -hmm. still um, no. There's no TV show, right? But there's still toys, and there's still like conventions with, with grown men. What happened to the Bratz? The Bratz dolls? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they have anything to do with My Little Pony. Although, maybe you could make them ride a pony. Maybe. maybe. That'd be so sick. That'd be so sick, dude. <laughs> Bratz and My Little Ponies should have a crossover. You never know. They might have. <laughs> there was a Bratz TV show back in the day. There was. I it, Is it any good? Adrian, were you a Bratz fan? I think it was a little uh, after my time. So yeah, I only saw, heard about it in passing. It was more my younger sister's time. She's about five mm -hmm. years younger than me. I'm 29. And uh, yeah. 
I think my mom wouldn't let her get the toys just off the name alone. She didn't want her to be a brat. Uh, Brats with a Z? Um, yeah. No, I didn't really. Once I was, I did Barbies. Polly Pockets are back. I saw they're a back. Commercial for Polly Pockets, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> they're I'll bigger you, I, now. I tried to eat a couple brat stalls because I thought they were brats. Uh, and why don't they make brat stalls? I would buy those edible, they... edible brat stalls. It's just like in a plastic package. It's just a full cooked brat that's just been on the store shelf for x amount Whoever. of time. They, they gave you like little, makeup on like little arms and legs. And like, yeah, oh. with some hair and makeup on it. Yeah, yeah, just little, yeah, a little side of mustard. Yeah. It's like. Instead of lip gloss, they have mustard. Oh. <laughs> it's disgusting. Um, oh, Return to Monkey Island uh, came out. Ooh, ooh, ah, ah. Ooh, ooh, ah, ah. Cool. Yeah, that's pretty good. Well, you know, as I'm this looking at all this news, <laughs> the news is, news is not hitting. Hitting, uh... it's, a, it's been rough since the pandemic, it, like just getting games out on time. And so a lot of new games like keep, keep getting delayed. Yeah, uh, I think so. Oh, yeah. Adrian, the, even I think the game that you are, you are in is, is delayed. delayed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bummer. Bummer. Um, but now you got a PS5. You're, you're going to be able to play it. I will be able to play it. Yeah, I think it, I think it's on xbox too well, it's on xbox as well um but the graphics on ps5 are choice they're so perfect. yeah they're great um no yeah so it's just it feels like it's gonna be like a kind of a quiet fall i know last of us part one remaster came out yeah are you gonna play are you that gonna pl- oh, okay you're not gonna I, play? I will i will buy it when it's on discount uh because yeah like, uh, and kind of a bit of a spooky game for for when we yes. get into our main event here, um, I, know. I don't really like spooky games. Well, I we gotta get into it. So I, you know, I'm, I'm gonna know. I'm gonna close this news bag up, and we're yeah, gonna take a quick break. And we when we take when we come back for this break, we're gonna talk about times in our lives when we were scared playing a game. <gasps> yes. Yeah, stay tuned for that. If you like video games, there's a good chance at least one holds a special place in your heart, making your insides feel fuzzy in the best of ways. And oftentimes, it's about more than just the game itself. I'm Connor McCabe, and I host the Call Me By Your Game podcast, where on each episode, I hear from a guest about a special video game from their past. Join me each week as I hear from some of the sweetest actors, funniest comedians, and most lovely video game people around about what makes video games personal and the memories they have tied with them. Find us wherever you get your podcasts, and maybe someday you'll even call me by your game. Welcome back to Video Games and Comedy Show! I am your host, Jeremy Schmidt, and today... Uh, I'm here with uh, Adrian Snow and Nick Costanza. We're going to be talking about games 
that have made us uh, afraid or scared or experiences we've had playing games where we were, were afraid or scared. Mm-hmm. Um, the first question I want to pose to y'all too, though, is mm-hmm. do you like to be scared? <gasps> yes, but not okay. as much as I used to. Okay, so Adrian, you used to be more of a oh man liking to, to be scared. scared. Yeah, yeah. All I think, I think once I reached adulthood, I was like, "This is scary enough. I don't, <laughs> I don't need to be scared." Pills, pills. Um, oh my god, being an adult is like terrifying. But yeah. uh, no, I just kind of, I think when when horror movies, especially, turned to more like gore or like Saw style. Mm-hmm. um movies it wasn't that it was it just got boring so i liked um i think the last movie that really scared me was the ring it was like the last movie i saw in theaters that i was like terrified um and video games i've never handled video game fights very well so like og resident evil mm. even some parts in the original especially because it was so blocky you couldn't see it uh tomb raider like with the tigers and stuff that scared me this is good where they are this and you're is like, good what is happening i, I would agree. just play this the training um like in the mansion on tomb raider i would just play that over and over again and i would never play the game. yeah i found even the mansion scary <laughs> yeah there was a first the mansion like, you're like right i don't want to go down there when i would lock my butler in the freezer as tomb raider i would uh I'd be terrified <laughs> Is he cold? Nick, he same question. Are you, do you like to be scared? My answer is the reverse from Adrian's, I think, because I used to be scared of everything growing up. I, some of my earliest memories would be my dad watching movies on TV. Sometimes they were scary, like The Mummy, but sometimes they were just like golden eye. And I would be <laughs> so scared I'd be hiding behind the couch. I distinctly remember seeing Alan coming, getting frozen with liquid nitrogen and just being horrified. <laughs> um, you didn't get your kicks from Terminator 2? Like everyone got trained off Terminator 2. Now my um opinion is more like, okay, show me what you got. Oh, <laughs> Especially in movies. I geez. kind of sounded like Jack. <laughs> Hey, uh, Batman. <laughs> oh, okay, I lost it. I lost it. Uh, Wendy, darling. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I feel like I, if something wants to be scary, I'm tempted because I want to see if they can actually get me. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. But in the context of the question as you posed it to me, times you got scared in a video game that weren't necessarily from scary games. Yeah, I mean that's that's definitely on the table here because it's it's like I like Adrian's answer about playing Tomb Raider. I think is like such a clutch example of because of how bad the graphics were, it scared the living daylights out of me because I couldn't see very far, and then suddenly yeah. a tiger, yeah, <laughs> just there. Oh gosh, the... and you know, oh, go ahead. I, I got a whole story. Uh, <laughs> the, ga- the game that did that for me the most was Sonic Adventure 2. <laughs> um, On okay. Sega? 
Yeah, my uh, my best on the Dreamcast. Friend, on the Dreamcast, my best friend Jack got it uh, first because he had a Dreamcast, and I remember coming over. We booted it up for the first time. So excited for a new Sonic adventure! And then in the first level, it's the Escape from the City level with Sonic, where running through the town, it's all great, it's fun. And then all of a sudden, you go through a checkpoint, and the perspective flips where you're looking at sonic front view as he runs down a mountain and this giant truck is chasing you yeah and we did not see it coming we were so scared like screaming at the top of our lungs run 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 go 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 (laughs) we escaped it i felt this relief but i mean we were screaming downstairs (laughs) right i don't know how his mom didn't come and check on us wow that's Um, great red dead redemption 2 also had some Mm. scary moments but there was, it was also like because it was so realistic, right? So yeah, anytime you'd have to go somewhere, I would just sleep at night. I would never let Arthur go do anything at night because oh. I'm like, this is terrifying. The one time I did something at night, I saw, and in case you don't know, I am black, but I saw a um, a bunch of like, I can't even, KKK members. Oh, the clan and people. Yeah, the yes. And they were burning a cross. And I was like, what? And I stopped and I got off the horse and I pulled out my shotgun. I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, and it's like nothing because but they're so stupid. Like it's built mm-hmm. into the game. that They're dumb. Before you can even do anything, the cross falls on them and they all set themselves on fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're like, you're like yeah. this is crazy. But because the show, the, the show, the game is so expansive. Like there are truly terrifying moments in the game that I never got to because I was oh, so yeah. afraid to do it at night. But like, there's a crazy woman in white that'll like chase you down and like try and kill you. Yeah. There's like a family that'll try and kidnap you. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's, it's just like one of those games that like, if you want to go full terror with it, you absolutely can. Yeah. And then also knowing like, I did not want Arthur to die. And so I kind of like <laughs> resisted finishing the game. Cause I was like, so in love with my version of Arthur that I was like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I was a like, I don't horse. want this to happen yeah the amount of stuff that can happen is mind-boggling in that game there are two separate scenarios where you get kidnapped as him and in one you get buried in um like an open grave and in the other it is heavily implied he gets sexually assaulted really yeah By, by which 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 side thing is that it's uh near the bogs a guy in a cabin some creepy redneck guy who invites you in and then you wake up drugged in a field and you can go back and just murder him yeah uh, right i think i have but uh-huh. it's it's dependent i gosh i might be conflating these two but i think it's dependent on if you go and drink the tea there but it might just be you walk through the door and uh, wow. get knocked, there's one with the family where it's like a husband and wife and you drink the tea and so that's like it that. yeah so that's that's yeah. a different one that's the yeah, that's open grave one. one um but uh some scary things from that game i can think of um the bog people they're like mm-hmm. these zombies running around in the mist mm-hmm. um but things that particularly scared me one was just world exploration you can find this abandoned house that's full of skeletons and they all seem to have drunk poison Mm -hmm. but if you're there at a certain time of night a green glow comes through and if you walk out in time you can see a ufo flying away (laughs) just it blew my mind that that was in that cowboy game and there's a vampire too that you can you can start to track that there's something happening with people like people losing blood 
And then I think towards the end, if you're in the New Orleans style city, you can encounter him. He won't do anything to you, but you'll he, see him. He's a Nosferatu. If you wait too long, he will stab you with a dagger oh. and it's an instant kill on you. If you kill okay. him first, you can take mm -hmm. his special dagger. Ooh, okay. vampire yeah. yeah that game um i remember reading stuff like that, that there was like and i remember like i i didn't experience any of the things you mentioned but i just remember simply stumbling upon like the 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 clues and blood like the mm -hmm. implication of yeah. like a serial killer or something mm -hmm. was in the oh, area yes. and that being like really silent hill feeling of like <laughs> oh my gosh yeah i could i could never play silent hill i watched the movie and i was like this is i can't imagine doing 30 hours of this movie <laughs> i love mm. uh silent hill 2 is one of my favorite games there's a moment in that game that's that's the scariest game i've ever played though for sure and mm. i wouldn't recommend it to most people because i think it's like it, it's too much and it's also yeah. like very psychosexual and like there's mm. a there's a part in that game where you're walking down an alley and there's just written in blood on the wall is just this message that says there was a hole here once now it's gone and that's a it hole here? a hole here once now it's gone and you don't know what it means it, they never explain it it's just like it, it's just one of those moments where you're just like what does that mean it's like it's like yeah. it's so troubling and unsettling to just read that and I played that game and I was like, I don't know, I was like 14 when that game came out. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, not ready for there was a hole here once, now it's gone. Not ready to, for young, my young mind to race through my Rolodex of short <laughs> life experiences. And what does that mean? Yeah, decide what that means. Yeah. Um, but I, I, yeah, so like there are games that will try to scare you. And I think mm -hmm. those games have to me very mixed results. Like I tend to not play actually the scariest games out there, like the Outlasts and stuff, but like the Resident Evils, I think are like, to me, they're they're a healthy blend of like camp and horror where there's still, I could play those games through and they're still very fun. Mm -hmm. um, and there's, and then there's horror elements or maybe just the things you're fighting are werewolves, you know, but like, yeah. um, but to me, uh, what's, what's scarier to is often either accidental in a game. That's like, there's something that's just accidentally scary or, mm -hmm. Or um, something I think that's like a little bit more psychological or emotional. Emotional. Well, there was that game you're talking about. Sorry, just go on Resident Evil real quick. Yeah. I I couldn't play it as a kid because it was just the flashlight, and that was just too much for me uh -huh. as like a twelve year old. <laughs> um, that like I didn't know what I was seeing until they popped into the flashlight, and I died right. all the time. But there was a game we talked about a while ago where it's like that kind of psychological fear where you have to put on the headphones, and she has a mental illness, so you yeah. can hear. Can't think of the name though. Oh, it's Hellblade. Hellblade, yeah. Because I was like, I didn't like it, and you're like, play it with headphones, and I was like, oh, no that way. game is is also very unsettling and disturbing. Again, mm -hmm. because it's dealing with subject matter that's so heavy, and the way it's mm -hmm. portraying it is in such a, I think you kind of a unique way. Like I haven't seen that portrayed in like a Norse mythological way before i found mm -hmm. that game to be deeply unsettling and kind of hard to like i would get intimidated by just fighting random people in that game yeah you know yeah this might be slightly different than what we're talking about but to me the best horror comes from fear being a part of your imagination like um what could happen yeah. is almost always scarier to me than what is happening right, right. um and uh, so games 
like uh, even a Bioshock where yes, you come across a skeleton uh, chained up to a wall and then you you can pick up the audio drive and you hear the person's last moments, but it doesn't show you what happened. You're imagining it. That's really scary. Mm-hmm. That's a game that also has jump scares. It has one of the most famous ones where you go into the dentist's office and you know there's someone behind you, but you yeah. have to turn around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it gets me every single time. Yeah. Um, Arkham Knight. So the yes. opening of Arkham mm. Knight with the Joker. When the Joker first appears in your imagination, I went, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> because Ugh. you don't expect him to be there at all. Yeah. And he just burst in. That was really good. Or when you are looking for the serial killer, and so you're going and finding all the bodies mm-hmm. throughout the, the, the city. It it's, was, yeah. Those games have it built into them at le- always at least like one big horror set piece like yeah. mm-hmm. the scarecrow was in the first one and then i think mm-hmm. the second one is like the mad hatter yes and then yeah. there's the pig guy in arkham knight miss mr pig or whatever yeah yeah there's also a great jump scare one of the first times you grapple a building and man bat yeah, man spooks bat. you oh my God. <laughs> oh man bat. oh that's oh my a God. heart attack inducing yeah well even when you get to this might be arkham city but when you yeah arkham city when you find calendar man Yes. Oh my God. If you go on a certain day, like it's past now, but you have to you have to reset your game. But if you went on a certain day, then he wouldn't be there anymore. Yeah. He reads he reads your clock on your system, Mm -hmm. so he knows like if it's Christmas, he'll say Merry Christmas. He'll talk about the holidays that it is. And And I believe after every holiday, he's gone. Yeah. He was like, "I'll be there when you start, and I'll be there at the end." So if you get all the way through Arkham Knight, like you get like to the point where you get to the very last part of the game where the mansion explodes. Oh yeah. You look into the crowd, you can see Pat Calendar Man there. No! Oh, okay. I love that. Yeah, yeah love that's really that. good. Yeah. Uh he would be a great movie Batman villain, I yeah. think. Yeah. I think yeah. so too. He pops up in Suicide Squad briefly at the Suicide Squad, the second one. It's not nepotism if it's your brother, but it's the brother version of that. Um, yeah. The brother well, who's always at his movies. Sean Gunn pops up in every single thing James Gunn does. Like, yeah. Oh, right. I like that second uh, Suicide Squad. Okay. I loved it. Good. Watched it three yeah. times in the theater. Oh, oh wow. really? Yeah. I, it really uh, spoke to me. It's, it's not perfect, but I loved it. Yeah, it's good. I like that 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 beginning is really iconic to me now. Like the mm-hmm. the subverting everything, killing everyone. It's it's like a rule breaking thing that I think is really fun. Now, the first time I watched it, I was five to ten minutes late, and I just saw everyone dead. <laughs> oh wow, great! That, I'm never kinda, late that to movies. Sucks. Yeah, that kind of yeah. sucks. Yeah, yeah. I just watched it on HBO. I was like, yeah, I'm still not ready to go out and do this. Well, um, let me ask you this. Uh, as as we sort of wrap up, uh, I want to hear from you guys. Are you planning on playing any spooky games this month? Because it is the month of October and spooky mm-hmm. scaries are abound. Gosh, so let's see. Modern Warfare 2 comes out this month. Okay. <laughs> is there at least a zombie mode or something? In there? I hear that the story mode is based on the Iraq War. <laughs> That's not... That's unsettling yeah. <laughs> for sure. Close enough, I guess. Okay, so Nick's playing war. Uh, Adrian, what about um, you? Yaki, I don't know. Have you had Yaki? Oh, okay. I haven't had him on, no. Yaki. Margulies? Um, yeah, Margulies. He gave me Marjorie? Hollow Knight. 
And oh, I that's a good, that's scary. Finish that. Yeah, it's a little, a little scary. So I'm playing that. Um, if I might play Last of Us backwards, I'm trying to figure out if that's what I want to do. But I have, I do own Last of Us Part Two. Oh, cool. Um, and I was kind of waiting around to see if I should grab Last of Us Part One, but then I was, I heard about the remaster. So, um, but you know, I'm trying to, I just move, so I'm trying to save money. Um, yeah, right. Last of Us Part Two was on sale. Last of Us Part uh, Two is really good too. Yeah. 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 So those are probably be my spooky games, and then you know, uh, Hocus Pocus, the annual annual watch. annual watch. Well, we'll folks, thank you so much for doing the show. I mean, I really appreciate yeah. you guys. Yeah, Wait, uh, this what are you doing? Are you playing? You didn't say. Oh, anything. I'm always gonna. I yeah, I love. I'm probably gonna play. I'm probably gonna play something old too, like those Castlevania games, Splatterhouse, mm-hmm. like some old stuff, and then I'll probably go back and play like an old Resident Evil. I've never played Code Veronica. That might be a game that I mm-hmm. that I check out. Yeah, I think I might actually play The Last of Us Remastered as well. I got it with my PS4 and never oh, popped nice. it in. I've played it before. Oh but, yeah. Uh, I'm intrigued. I say do it, Nick. I yeah. say I say play. It's it's great. And also, why don't you plug something so we can get the hell out of here, huh? Wow, aggressive. Uh, no, hi. Nick, Nick. I mean yeah. you. Me. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, you can listen to the podcast I co-host called Reactivators. It's um video game and improv show. Um, it's so freaking funny. Uh everybody loves it. <laughs> you know, it is, it's, it's great. So it's um, great. <laughs> Yeah, we average about a uh, hundred listeners. Okay, so if you we don't need those to get numbers up. Just... <laughs> Great stuff, Nick. We love you. Also part of the Patreon, huh? Yes, I am, and um, we're about to do the third reboot of the Blanc Boys. Uh, Tyler and I will be doing separate stuff, but I um, I'm going to speak this into existence, so it definitely happens. My plan is to be playing some streams, uh, Fortnite, with uh, our buddies Ben Castle and July Diaz, um, and we're going to edit those into something listenable and post that. Oh, on yay! Patreon. That sounds nice. great. Because we always have fun chats, you know, and we, right, we talk right. about comedy and UCB gossip, the kind of stuff that kind of stuff these listeners, listeners crave. Love. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that sounds great, Adrian. Where, where can yes. people find you? What do you want people to know? Oh, I'm on that Insta at Miss Adrian Snow, but um, I do host Church Improv every first and third Monday of in Los Angeles at the Clubhouse, and so we'll have a show there this Monday. Um, anything else going on? I have a commercial coming out. I have to yeah, to watch TV, you. everybody. Find this but, commercial. Yeah, hopefully my AT and T commercial will start running at some point. Yeah, Vera birth control right now. You can see me pop up for that when you're very good when you're online and that's it i think nothing great uh, well you can follow me on twitter at ocarina of crime you can follow the show on twitter at vga comedy show check us out on patreon if you haven't already patreon.com slash super npc radio we have a lot of uh, bonus content out there including our donkey kong games club which is going quite well nick costanza hosted the donkey kong 3 episode or donkey kong country 3 episode yes. which is going to drop uh, this coming week so stay tuned for that and uh I guess I'll just keep walking around this uh, this old creepy castle trying to find more of my friends. Mm, uh, sorry, so Jeremy. I'm a little If you guys want to take a nap, go for yeah. it, and then I'll, I'll I'll catch you guys later. Okay. Yeah. No okay. Worries. Will you close my coffin door for me? Yeah, I'll close it. I'll close it. Thanks.